0: Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks post-game podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. The Hawks lose 4-1 in Minnesota. <sighs> Preseason's almost over. There's almost. one more to go. <laughs> almost. Saturday at 2 p.m.
1: And then the real hockey begins.
0: Yeah. Woo! So I think, fellas, um, we're going to have to kind of find a way, and we're learning this earlier than maybe we expected, where it's not just doom and gloom every show because it's going to be a long season. Uh, I have a lot of confidence that my beard is going to remain uh, after seeing the preseason here. Um, it's just they're just not good. They don't have a lot of guys that can put the puck in the back of the net.
1: No, no the, bet, the bet is if they if they have – if they finish A bottom better three than the record. No, no It's no. gone. Yeah, no, that's what no, no. it was. No, you were betting was. that they weren't going to finish in the bottom 3.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if they do, I don't want to shave my beard.
1: Yeah, and if they do finish in the bottom th- you're saying they're not going to finish in the bottom 3 and if they do the beard's gone. That's what the bet was. Oh, yeah, my beard's screwed. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're right. You're right. Tell I might me. as well just do it now. Tell, yeah, you might as well. Um look, it was uh if you've watched any of the preseason games, This was very much a similar story, a little more offense. The Hawks actually, (laughs) they did score. They scored. (laughs) They had the edge in scoring chances in the second and third periods. They were on the power play constantly uh, and weren't able to convert. Of course, Um, it was a lot of the same in the first period, though. And that's kind of where I want to start is after the game in Milwaukee, everyone was talking about the Hawks lack of willingness to put the puck on net. And the one guy who kind of bristled at that was Max Domi. He was like, what do you mean? I'm not deferring to anybody. And you saw him do it over and over and over in this game. Um, things seemed to get better. I think Luke Richardson probably had a conversation in their intermission saying, guys, let's go. Mm-hmm. Put, when you have an opportunity to shoot, please shoot. And they seem the to get that play. message.
1: Yeah, especially on the power play. Like, yeah. we cannot have another instance where you get more power play minutes than you have shots in total, you know, even, you know, just not just on the power play, but in total in a game. Um, Yeah, a couple guys got the message. Um, You know, I, I think it now that we've gotten to the point of the preseason where the cuts have been made and most of the guys that we were excited to see in training camp and, you know, these young guys see how they play, now they're all gone. Except for Colton Dock, yeah. but he's likely uh flying out back west uh in in a matter of hours. Um now they're all gone. Now it's just like, okay, now who are you excited for? Lucas Reichel? Nope, send him down. So now it's like really gonna be trying to find the, the, the good things to kind of pick pick out from these games, uh, especially starting in the into the regular season but some of these some of these guys have to get, throw us a bone and give us something good to talk about. I mean, yeah, you know the, the goal the goal for Jack Johnson uh was was good to see. Um, you know, it's it's it was a easy uh, you know, one of the clichés is like, "Hey, get get traffic in front of the net and shoot the puck and anything can happen." Well, it actually worked sometimes. You yeah. you get enough bodies in front of the net, take away the goalie's eyes uh great shot by johnson by the way you know keeping it low and and, and getting it through there um but it's just it's just like these these simple things that are just gonna have to be simple victories uh for 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 the team and for us this season where you know you're gonna you're gonna have games like this where the offense is not there and it's just like hey you really have to for the especially for luke richardson trying to you know implement his system and And teach this team to do the right things you really have to focus in on those one things that go right and say Mm -hmm. hey let's duplicate this let's triplicate it and and you know build from there triplicate is that a word i don't know i like it though it is now
2: um man after the game in milwaukee you know practice on monday or tuesday whenever they were back on the ice you know luke richardson we, we showed him video of when they passed up the shots and all we did on today in practice was working on shooting 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 and in the first period no one wanted to shoot the damn puck yeah they got outshot 15 to 4 it got better they outshot them uh they outshot the wild 22 to 8 the rest of the game including 15 to 3 in the third period it helps when they were on the power play from yeah. that third right. period but still it got better but that first period was more the same and luke richardson should find Max Domi every time he, he passes <laughs> up a shot. It's gotten to that point. Yeah, He's right. refusing to shoot the puck. And he was the one, after the game in Milwaukee, was Ben Pope that brought up mm-hmm. the point. You and Andres Anthony, C. you seem to be deferring to Patrick Kane. He was like, I don't agree with that. Yeah, what do you mean? Watch the tape, dude. Yeah. Look at your stats. Hey, Justin Fields says stats don't matter. Well, look at your shots on goal, Max. There aren't any.
0: Yeah. It's- shoot the puck. They need him to be productive. Somebody's
2: got to be taking the reins here. Somebody's got to step up. It can't be Patrick Kane all season. Yeah,
0: Max Domi, 20 minutes and 22 seconds of ice time, one shot attempt. No shots on goal.
2: Yeah, okay, but tell me how you're not deferring your shots there, buddy.
0: That that can't be. I mean, you can't have a guy who you're counting on to provide offense because, look, someone has to score on this team. Mm -hmm. There's going to be goals, allegedly – Someone's got to put them yeah. in the net, and Max Domi's one of those guys. And look, he signed here to bet on himself, one-year deal, bet on yourself, prove it, go out and show that he can be the guy. Dude, you're hurting yourself. And look, it's preseason, sure, but I don't think he's on the ice saying, well, if it wasn't preseason, I would shoot. Right. Right? You're, you're, you're It's a game. You're playing in a game. You're not thinking any differently during a preseason game. You've got to, you know... A, just put the damn puck on the net. There were so many opportunities to do so. And it's not just him. There was a moment too in the first where Philip Roos gets the puck, you know, kind of between like the face-off dot and the point, walks in, has an open look, and then just decides to pass it to behind Mackenzie and whistle for some reason. It's I think part of it is the team had not scored in two games. And they're very, very and it's it's natural for you to fall into that, like, we have to make a perfect play Mm -hmm. to score a goal thing. But I hope, and maybe that's what happened in the intermission, that Luke Richardson said, enough is enough. Let's go. Shoot the damn puck. And the game sort of turned, at least, like, shooting-wise, after Jack Johnson's goal. It seemed to be kind of like the turning point in the game where they're like, all right, monkey off the back for the whole team, a puck went in the back (laughs) of the net, let's just do our thing now.
1: Yeah, it's it, it, it seems like the Blackhawks just kind of needed that like push to be like, okay, we finally ended this ridiculous, uh, you know, scoring drought for the preseason, um, and and it looked like yeah they 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 started to jump into the game. So hopefully, you know, we're not we're not talking about games where you know it takes stretches of three straight shutouts or whatnot to have you know have the offense have to start getting a kick in the pants to start shooting the puck because it's, it's just, this is a team that is not going to be very good. Like it's, we, we all know Dr. We notice (laughs) is, is in the house. All right. We know this, the team's going to be bad. It's and and through the preseason, this has been uh, for, for some people in the chat for myself, I knew it was going to be bad watching this game, this team in the preseason. And I know this is not a full NHL lineup. Even tonight was not a full NHL lineup this team is bad and it's just, you don't want to get bad habits in the preseason. And I don't really see a lot of like, Oh, well, yeah, they're not as talented, but Hey, they're, they're, they're doing this well. they're doing this. well. they, they get this. Mm -hmm. I, I, other than the fact that, you know, they're, they're kind of, they're still have, they still have that compete level like deferring. Some of these guys are, are, are destined for the AHL. Like take your literally shoot your shot. This is your time. That's this it. is your last time to be on this NHL team. Make an impact. Don't turn over the puck five inches from the goalpost.
0: One guy in white had that mindset in this game, and it was Colton Doc. Yeah. Who said, This is my one preseason game, effort. it. I'm going to make an impression on this coaching staff and on this team. And he was the best Blackhawk by a lot mm-hmm. in this game. And I don't know if that's a good thing, but as we've talked about the prospects since we started last March, Colton Dock is not a name we've talked about a lot in terms of like, what do we expect from him? I think part of it is like subconsciously we're like, well, he's Kirby's brother and Kirby hasn't been great. And he was picked later than Kirby. So he can't, there's no possible way he'd be great. <laughs> he's to, you know not what I mean? the same player as Kirby They're Doc. absolutely it's not, not even, the same player. Night and day. Yeah. If it wasn't for the name on the back you would not know they're related at all. No. They don't look alike, they don't play the same way. <laughs> they're just they're c- complete opposites. Yeah. And I mean, he was Troy Murray was gushing over it, saying he's been awesome, he's winning board battles, he's aggressive on the power play. Troy Murray was GM, he'd be in top line opening night. <laughs> 14 minutes for Doc, 5 shots on goal, all on goal, 3 hits and a takeaway. Yeah,
1: and he and he drew drew a
2: penalty. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, it, got it's, under Matthew Dumba's skin and and you know,
0: yeah, took
2: a got him to take a penalty while the Hawks were on a power play.
0: Yeah, so gave him a,
2: you know a, a few seconds of five on three, but yeah, Colton Dock, not Kirby.
1: No, I, <laughs> there's no confirmed. Doubt about it, yeah. <laughs> I remember when when he was drafted, the scouting report was kind of like similar to his brother. But way more of a shoot first guy than his brother is a pass first guy, and it's that's very clear. Yeah, very they, clear. They
0: keep talking about him, and I, everyone keeps saying, "Oh, he's really confident. He's really confident. Maybe he's cocky. That might be a good thing." Again, Kirby yeah, was not Kirby. Not Kirby. <laughs> Kirby was the opposite of that. But Kirby was, had the confidence drained out of him. Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong. I I still think Kirby Doc is a really good kid, like good person. You know, I hope he succeeds in Montreal as much as we're going to hear about it if he does, mm-hmm. uh, I hope the best for him. But, man, you saw, especially last year, a guy that was just in his head, and Colton does not have that. He And yeah. I've never – even when Kirby was playing well, you never saw him assert himself like Colton did. And maybe it is. Like, this is my one chance to make an impression before yeah. I go back to the – out west. Okay, maybe. Impression made. Yeah. And there's people on Twitter saying, like, maybe he should get the nine games to start the season – with some spots open, I don't know. It doesn't seem like really what their Could plan it? is yeah. based on what they've done roster-wise so far. Yeah, you can't be
2: super patient with
0: Lucas Reichel and
2: then say, hey, 19-year-old Colton Dot, go play for us. Yeah, it I agree it, with you. It's counter, it's yeah. say one thing, do something different. Yeah, it screws up the messaging um, for sure. Yeah, and Mario, as you mentioned earlier, it's a good point. And we talked about this while we were uh, watching the game on our very comfortable couches here at the studio it's nice to be back on those i haven't sat over there in a while yeah i uh, haven't had a reason to but um if you're gonna watch bad hockey at least do it in comfort right oh yeah but we were talking about yes it's preseason season and, and <laughs> these games don't count for anything but there's reason to be concerned because you can develop awful habits during preseason that carry over into the regular season we talked about the deferring shots somebody else that is you know, preseason concerning me is Jonathan Taves. Has yeah. he checked? I mean, I'm not going to accuse the guy of checking out already, but it doesn't look great right now. And maybe he's on, Hey, I'm a 16 year old vet. I'm going to cruise control through the, pre- I could you know, that proverbial switch we used to always hear about. Yeah. I don't think uh, he has that switch anymore. The switch hasn't been flipped since. No. It, yeah. That thing is stuck in the off position. Yeah. And, I'm concerned about that because if he's he's not engaging in in one on one battles, uh, he had the turnover that led to the last goal, and and just kind of just like eh skates by the play, st- you know doesn't stop mm-hmm. where he's supposed to. It's concerning. Yes, this game doesn't count in the standings, but if that play carries over in the regular season, then that's one of your your that's the guy that's supposed to be setting the example. Right. So I'm hoping it's just, yeah. hey, it's preseason, I don't have to care about these games, which I don't care about. Like if that's the mindset, fine. I I, I but you know it, it's it's concerning. For
0: him, I don't know after having such a down year last year, if that's his attitude that all of a sudden like I'm Jonathan F and Tays, and I'm just gonna show up and be good when the regular season starts, based on what? Yeah. Like, yeah, you got a little bit better at the end of last year, but you missed the year before that. You went what, 25 games without a goal? last season, you haven't been the same guy in at least three years. So you're just going to assume and like, well, I don't think that's what it is. I am very afraid that Jonathan Taves is just what he's showing. And that's really bad news for the Hawks because he's going to be unhappy and he's going to be untradeable. Yeah. And that is a really bad toxic combination for this team, fortunately. And maybe that's kind of the mindset too is, God, we don't want any of these kids that matter around what could be a toxic clubhouse for a while.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's a valid concern. I mean we we saw the attitude um I don't want to say outburst but the the different attitudes of of Tays last season when it became clear that the team was not going to be contending for a playoff position and it and it became clear that they were going to start selling off, you know, pieces that were were valuable to the team. Um We've been told from you know what what he has has said and what we've heard from Kyle Davidson and and Luke Richardson and the discussions that they've had with the veterans and the the, the leadership group that you know they're all coming in with with the right attitudes and um, you know giving with 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 Tays and Kane giving the season a, a shot to start and, and seeing what uh, what what things are like. I I, I mean or would we be surprised if one or both of them already sees some writing on the walls of like, Hey, this year is going to be the worst year of my career. If I stick around here, all 82 games and already questioning that, not even just in this, in this coming into this season through the off season being like, okay, what is it? What is a rebuild going to look like? What's it going to feel like? Who, you know, okay. Who's going to be the coach. Mm -hmm. Who's how does Luca Richardson operate all these things. Now they've had a few weeks to kind of see that out. Now they are looking around the locker room and they're looking at, you know, no offense, but they're looking at Buddy Robinson and they're, you know, they're looking at, uh, you, you should know,
0: offensive someone smaller. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't plan
1: on going to many Rockford games this year. So that's Greg's deal. But, um, I'll, you know, I'll see him in Rosemont. Yeah. So, so they're, they're looking around the locker room and it's not the locker room that they've, been used to and it's and it's not players that if if i was a jonathan taser patrick kane looking at my teammates and thinking okay who's going to be here who's going to help me who you know i would i would look around and be like in the back of my mind ooh, this might it might just be me out here you know especially for patrick kane and i don't know how much that might creep in but if 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 body language and, and effort and everything, even just in the preseason, if is, if that's any indication, I mean, it could be creeping in already.
2: It's concerning, as I said. A couple of things I just want to clear up in the chat before we move along. Yeah, uh, a couple of questions about Colton Dock. Wendy do Cedar Hockey uh, asked, wasn't he um, Colton Dock called up to Rockford for the playoffs? Uh, yes, he was. Him and Nolan Allen both had ATO. At ATO amateur trial contracts. They never got in any games. They were just kind of practicing. I could totally see that happening again this year. In fact, would be surprised if it doesn't. Both of those guys, and maybe they actually get to play uh, in in the playoffs this year. Um, so I could see that happening. And the next, uh, was it somebody else asked if he was too young for the AHL? He is yes. too young for the AHL. He's only nineteen. Mm-hmm. Got to be twenty to play in the AHL unless you're from. You be twenty at a certain. Yeah, you got to be twenty date. before I think December first or something, something like that. Like that yeah. um, so he's too young. So he has to go back to juniors or the NHL. AHL is not an option for him until. He's twenty. Go, she will be at the end of the year. He'll so. go
1: back to juniors, and you know the the, the plan that we're seeing with uh, with Kyle Davidson and, and hand, handling these prospects is, uh, you know, keeping them in the oven. Let them let them cook more. We don't need, you know, medium rares as much as that's the preferable meat temperature. Yes, we don't is. need medium rares. The Blackhawks are looking at some. They want some well done steaks, some tough, gritty steaks that you got to <laughs> really cut through uh to 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 get them uh you know to get the most out of them. So I think, you know, Dock will, will head back to juniors. He led the he led Kelowna in, in scoring last season. Um no indication that he might not or that he won't be able to do that again this season. Um we're looking at Blackhawks prospects that potentially could be playing for Team USA and Team Canada, um and, and uh, you know the other European countries as well. Uh, at the World Juniors, and that's going to be very exciting to, to to see which of these young guys go through. I think Colton Dock is in the mix. Nolan Allen's in the mix. Ethan Del Mastro's in the mix. He's already won a gold yep. medal for with yep. with World Juniors. Frank Nazar will be playing. Frank this year. Nazar with the with Team USA. He'll be there. So yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot of good young young guys to look at and pay attention to, and it really feels like uh, you know we we said it all summer, like yeah the 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 guys that are going to be important this year are going to be the guys that end up being in rockford the guys yeah. that end up being in juniors and that's the case uh, that's that's as as much as we said it it is it is true because watching these preseason games uh, man I, we're we're going to try our damnedest to yeah. give you guys reasons to to keep tuning in um but it's going to be tough yeah
2: well, that seems like a good time to remind everybody if you're not a member at allchgo already you should become one because Mario and i have uh, started our weekly feature, the Rebuild Report, <laughs> where we've split up the the Blackhawk prospect pool. Mario is keeping tabs on all of the junior players in North America and college players here in the States, while I'm keeping tabs on the guys who are already playing professionally, AHL, ECHL, and over in Europe. And every week, we're going to just keep you up to tabs on who's doing what. And uh, we just had our new one out come today. I think Thursdays is... Generally, yeah, for Thursday. shoot for Thursdays. It may change as th- things go on, but listen, our written coverage this year—the written content—is going to be prospect-heavy for the next couple of years. We'll talk about the what's going on at the United Center here on the post-game shows, but it's the written content where we're going to deep dive into the prospects and keep you up to date. So that's where you want to be: allchjoe.com.
0: No doubt, in a second, we're going to tell you about uh, points bet, but you know, I don't want to overreact to one preseason game. But if we can suddenly start projecting Colton Dock as, like, a top six kind of a guy. Maybe. That probably, you're probably in a better position than you thought you were. Remember, he scored on the first shift at the Tom Culver's prospect tournament. Mm -hmm. um, Then got concussed and hasn't played since. And then, again, was the best hawk on the ice tonight. Uh, So if that's another guy you can put, I don't want to say in the Reichelt tier, but... 1B in terms of your prospects? Well,
1: he was paired with Reichel all through that showcase. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think, you know, as far as prospects go, they're looking to maybe work those two together.
2: Yeah. He went from being who some people considered a PR move, right? To now a legit NHL prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if he turns out to be better than Kirby, then that's a big win. Ooh,
0: definitely huge it's low bar, speaking but, yeah. of big wins mm-hmm. it's football season it points is. bet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games which means before this ad is over you can turn on that crap ass football game that's happening and place a live same game parlay bet on the next drive to be not a touchdown and cash out on your live second half under bet with points bet you have access to more live football markets than ever before build the perfect live same game parlay by combining your favorite bets anytime during the game that includes spreads, totals, player props and more choose the outcome of the next drive and next points with points bet lightning bets so whatever you whether you're on the move or on the couch do it live on points bet download the points bet app today use the code CHGO to get your first two bets risk free up to $2000 and if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services, and if you're
1: taking in this football game uh, on the side of the CHGO Blackhawks podcast, after watching that Blackhawks and Wild game, uh, one thing that I think will help you uh, with your gut health uh, after watching all of that uh, <laughs> is some some AG One the uh, the formula from Athletic Greens that is designed to improve your gut health, optimize your immune system, and give you more. Natural energy. In just one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that help you start or finish your day right? If you have different dietary restrictions for whatever reason, if it's gluten free, dairy free, or you eat keto or vegan, uh, with AG1, you're good to go. You can incorporate it into your diet and into your life no matter how busy you might be. And right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Blackhawks. That's athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Blackhawks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Yes.
0: Uh, Skokes, I did say Tom Culver's. I do it on purpose every time. Mm. It is a way to subliminally promote my other podcast. Did you see they're bringing back the Curter Burger? I did see that first reported on mm. the I'm, I'm Fat Podcast. I
2: literally heard you squeal all the way up in Harvard Heights. When <laughs> we <was> have. Really <laughs> we,
0: on the I'm Fat Podcast, we have a Culver's Insider Honestly, and he oh, we have man. a Culver source. Is it Tom Culver? He works in the, he works in like Culver's management and he all these gives us a heads up on stuff like that. That's good. So like 2 weeks before a press release is out, we get it and we get to share it on the podcast. Oh, we nice. more proud of you. Culver's no, that one or your sure. Blackhawks. The seller. Culver's insider for sure. <laughs> Wait, I got to ask, what is
3: a curder burger?
0: Curder burger. It is a uh there is a cheese curd patty on top like of Like a burger. burger shaped cheese curd on top of the burger. Yeah. yeah.
1: It
2: is. <laughs> I'm watching. I'm oh, watching
0: good stuff.
2: Stuff. it's so good. It's good stuff. Oh yeah. I, 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 I
0: think Steven's aroused. He he definitely, <laughs> he definitely had a look on his face like, oh my was god. Is smiling like, and biting my fist? There is that what I that think is? it's. Yeah. Uh, I gotta I gotta look up the date again. But it's it'll be for so the last time it was like for one day. This they're gonna have enough to have uh, stores for two weeks worth. Oh, that's at every store t- store Allegedly, they're good.
2: Hopefully, they last hey, longer Culver's, than the adult happy meals. At Culver's the
0: does not do a lot wrong. No. Like no. you go there, it's the same experience every time. The, you know, everything's right. They very rarely make a mistake. So this is going to be, I've had one before. I had it when it mm-hmm. came out last time. And it was wonderful, just as you'd imagine. Oh yeah, um, it was so yeah, it's great. But yeah, Culver's Insider is like the, I like is a the great root thing. beer from Culver's too. They have diet root beer, which I enjoy too, because oh, nice. when I'm having a quarter burger, I need a diet yeah, root beer. I've, yeah, it offsets. You, you know. got to watch you your figure. Got to cancel you know? out that
2: <laughs> giant cheese curd with some diet root beer. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: by by the way, no roids, just rage doing my job for me, letting people know. Hit that like button, Smash please. It. Do appreciate uh, uh, so many people being in here with us tonight after yeah. a uh, late night. Not late night, but a a kind of bummer of a preseason spectacular game. Spectacular preseason game. I can't game.
1: believe I drove two hours in traffic to watch this. Yeah, team. that was. <laughs> hey, boy. but on
2: the plus side, your food actually got
1: here. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to. Uh, was
2: correct. So maybe new hockey season means the curse. Yes. Of the food delivery has that been lifted. Be, that
1: would be. great. Yeah. If 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 I have to endure this season, I would at least like we you ha- know my we food have deliveries to should be pe- on point. We have to
2: watch it potentially historically bad team, but at least our food will show up. That'd be great. That's, That's a fair
0: trade. Yeah, they they started finding us. That's great. Um should we get to our uh four stars? Sure, let's do we that. should probably do that here. We had the whole roster to choose from. Yes. Yes the we four sure stars do the actual no three, stars, uh, three stars. Uh number three Philip Gustafson. Uh number two is uh Sam Steele. Sam, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why Sam it sounded Steel. wrong coming out of my mouth. No, I don't Sam know why. Steel. Sam Steele. And yeah, uh, Marco Rossi, the number one star, all for the. Uh, Sam of Steele. All for the. Um, Sam Steele, who has the most
2: porn star like name in all of hockey.
0: That is right. Yeah. Well, him and typo negative lead singer Peter Steele. Right. R.I.P. Good one. <laughs> Sky Point. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to go. Uh, if you've listened so far, you'll probably know I'm going with Colton Doc. Uh <laughs> Really impressed with him in this one. Uh, just, we've talked about it a lot, but just showing. Confidence with the puck, willingness to shoot, uh, an ability and a willingness to to fight and win along the boards. Really impressed with his game, and uh, I, I honestly like for 20 minutes of ice time or whatever he had, maybe 14 minutes of ice time. Routine. He has sort of turned me into a Colton Doc believer uh, in terms of his long term development. So yes. loved it, loved his game, and when you hear Troy Murray going out of his way to sing the praises to you know you're on the right track. So, yeah, awesome game for Colton Dock, so he gets my four-star. Greg?
2: Right on. I'm going to go with uh, another one of these young players trying to make the roster in Alex Regula. Uh, uh, Alec. Alex, sorry. I always screw it up. You got to get another jar. I always call him Alec, and I always call Vlasic Alex. Yeah. You got it. All right. Yeah, See, I'm, I'm never going to get it. They can only, <laughs> only one of them can make the team. So my vote is for <laughs> yeah, Alex Regula, so Pick I don't one. screw it up. So anyway, number 75, he had a nice kid <laughs> game tonight. Uh, he was aggressive from the blue line. He had four shots on goal, which is tied for second on the team. Him and Jack Johnson both had four shots on goal. That's um,
1: The defense getting involved.
2: Yeah, when Jack Johnson is one of your leading shot Producers and your yeah. leading scorer. That might be a problem. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, but, hey, that helps us get closer to Counter Bedard. But uh, ragula real real nice game. Four shots on goal. Played over 19 minutes, 19:27. uh, Had one hit, according to the scores. But he was aggressive out there. He was noticeable. He's a guy that's, you know, he might be on this team opening night. Maybe, maybe not. Um, it's pretty much down to, like, him and – and Roos in that final spot. And Roos has been, outside of that p- uh, play where he passed up the shot, he's yep. been fine. fine. Like, he's yep. not, he's, I don't get itchy when Philip Roos has the puck or is on the ice as they have with other defensemen in the past. So, uh, yeah, Ragula, nice game. Good to see it. He's playing with confidence, and that's what you want out of the young players. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's, I, I, I would put a shiny nickel on Alec Regula being the final defenseman in the lineup and Philip Bruce heading to Rockford. I'll say that right now. Uh my pick tonight was uh was the goal scorer, Mr. Jack Johnson, uh banana pancakes for everybody. Um you know just just good to see that he is uh he's he's coming into this into this roster, into the lineup. Um he he knows the role he's going to play. He's going to be a veteran, leader voice in a locker room that is Young, uh, uh, young-ish, kind of inexperienced-ish, trying to find out their, you know, trying to find out their their identities for a lot of these players. He's not going to be here for a long time. He he might see the end of the season, um, but I think you know he he's coming in knowing what his role is going to be, um, and so far through the preseason and and through training camp, he seems like he's enjoying his time here, and I think that that's that's pretty much as as much as you can ask of someone in his position, especially going from winning the Stanley cup to being on a roster that will very much be at the bottom of the standings. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Jack Johnson is my fourth star of the night and uh, we'll see how many times that
0: happens in the regular season. Got a comment from Michael saying it's a tough watch. The new play by play guy puts me to sleep and Lebowski follows up with, yes, I miss Pat Foley already. Pat Foley calling this team. Yeah, not you. Good. You want to talk about checked out? Yeah, he would be. Here's the draw, passes it, passes it. Especially without Edzo, mm-hmm. yeah, oh. no, it'd, be, it'd be miserable. No. Give Chris are going to get at least give you some energy and some enthusiasm. Yeah. Give mm-hmm.
2: Give him a little time, get used to it. It's a different type of call, but yeah. he'll be fine. I think he's doing a real good job, and I think. uh I think the broadcast with him and Sharp are going to be a lot of fun cuz they they that's got, got some chemistry yeah. going already mm-hmm. and they basically is just breaking Kobe's balls you know about his attire <laughs> but they're having some fun That's how you I'm,
0: endear yourself to the Hawks fans well, I guess Apparently I mean I, <laughs> yeah. I like I like Kobe Got to sideswipe yeah, he, Kobe but, for some you know, reason <laughs> Yeah I mean
2: that's how you get on the Hawks fans good side but Weird. Yeah. Um I think those broadcasts, not that and I love Troy Murray Troy's my guy but I think the sharp Vosters broadcast will be fun as the season goes along. And they're going to enjoy themselves because otherwise they're just going to be miserable human beings. So they'll <laughs> they're yeah, try yeah. to have some fun. Yeah. And Michael had a comment earlier. Our, our positive ray of sh- sunshine, uh, Michael, <laughs> is um, about Derrick King. Is he coaching this offense? Keep him off the offense. It doesn't matter who's coaching this offense. Scotty Bowman
0: could coach this offense. Mario Lemieux, Wayne
2: Gretzky, whoever you want, (laughs) Gordy Howell's Ghost. It doesn't matter who's coaching these guys. They're bad at offense.
0: By the way, Derek Plant does the the power play. (laughs) Kevin Dean does defense. And uh, Richardson and King. Co-manage the five-on-five, five, which means Richardson does it, and King helps him with what right. he needs help with. You right, can yeah. you can
2: game plan all you want, but when a guy gets six feet in front of the net and then decides to pass, that's not game planning. Yeah, that's, that's not that's Derek poor King. Poor execution. Yeah, that's not the coaching and lack of that's talent. That's bad execution. And a couple, I just want to give a couple shout-outs, honorable mentions to our four-star, Andres Anthony. See Yeah, we criticized him heavily because he was Good one of those today. guys guilty of not of passing and not shooting, tied with Colton Doc for the most shots on goal, five. Looked really good out there tonight. Um, and then Alex Stalock was really yeah. good in that first period. You yeah. can't really pin much of those goals on that first goal. Was he, got,
1: he got hung out. Buddy
2: Robinson forgetting the puck right next to the net. Bad mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that next shift right off the draw, they were just like, eh, we're just going to stand here yeah. and let you skate. <laughs> and then that apart. third goal was, was uh, Alex Vlasic making <laughs> a. Uh, rookie mistake and, and going off to the change in the long change. And yeah. then there's Matt Zuccarello well, yeah, up the middle and he ain't going to miss
0: that shot. Vlasic screwed himself on that shift too, because they had a chance to clear and whiffed and then they got pinned for like another 90 seconds. Yeah. So he saw a chance to get off and just, he took it took and it, it and cost them. And, him and the, the, Hey, those are what
2: Luke Richardson loves to say in his post-practice press conferences, teaching moments. I'm guarantee yeah. you, he's going to see that shift in video tomorrow, and mm-hmm. hey, don't do that.
0: Uh, speaking of uh, your, of Alec Regula, we caught up with him after practice on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday.
1: That would have been yesterday. Two days ago,
0: was it yesterday or two days ago? Yesterday, it was, yesterday. It was yesterday. It Feels yesterday. like a lifetime ago. Yeah, My yeah. God, I can't keep. It's uh, I asked him a bad question because I gave him, <laughs> an e- I gave him an either or question. I said, "Have the Hawks communicated with you whether or not you're going to make the team, or are you just going to do the best you can?" And here's what Alec Regula had to say uh, at Fifth Third Arena to my horribly phrased, awful, awful, uh, you, you can't do that. You cannot do the either-or question. That is piss poor. We're doing some film study with uh, Preseason with Jay for us. Jay I feel shame. <laughs> I feel shame. But here's what he had to say.
2: It's our rookie season, too.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. I'm just doing the best I can to see what happens. They haven't really been communicating much like in that regard. Um, obviously, there's some guys that are out right now um and their timelines are a little bit you know unclear other little kind of day-to-day week-to-week kind of thing so um yeah, i'm just not focusing on life folks focused on just trying to play my best and uh just get better every day and just see uh see where that takes me so that's all i'm focusing on right now we
0: saw some of the moves yesterday you know reichel going down some of the other guys going down that they're really prioritizing rockford winning you know and i and i wonder how that the fact that you're still here and they're not Does that give you any sort of confidence or any sort of I don't know does it like inform how you're feeling about your chances
3: um I mean yeah we're getting down to it here in the last couple games but um yeah like you said I know they want Rockford to be a strong team this year but uh I mean I think some of the I'm in a different situation than some of those other guys um you know like Reichel He's a couple years younger than me. So um, I think, you know, I played a full year last year. I was there the year before. So um, I think I'm kind of at a different point in my career where maybe it's uh, time to see what I can do at this level. So um, hopefully that's what they're thinking. And that's kind of how I feel.
2: Have you noticed any progression or what progressions in your own personal game since the end of last season to now?
3: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've gotten, I feel like I'm in better shape physically um, this year. Uh, a little bit stronger but um, it's hard to say you know a couple games just a couple games in but uh, I feel better overall but uh, I think I'll have a better idea of that as the year goes on here because you know we're just getting into it I'm just kind of even the first couple games I felt like it was just kind of knocking some cobwebs off and um, just getting back into it so I think as we go we'll see but I feel better overall.
0: It's Alec Regula after Wednesday's practice, and uh, any sort of indication on where he stood uh, with the roster didn't help today with the defensive pairings. Alex Vlasic, who has been with Seth Jones basically since he was called up last year, was suddenly paired with Philip Roos <laughs> on the third pair, and Alec Regula was paired with uh, Riley Stillman. So it's hard to kind of determine like and handicap this whole thing. I think you're right. I think Regula, he's an older older he's 22 he's not 19 (laughs) he's an older prospect with some AHL experience I think he's been better than Roos and I think at some point like yes you want to protect your prospects and yes you want to make Rockford good but you can't I also think you have to reward guys that have done the work and gotten better and outplayed their competition you can't just say like well you're a few months younger so you're going down that's not fair that's not fair And, and I think there could be a bit of a eye roll effect from some of the players like come on like i know we're rebuilding mm-hmm. i know rockford's important but i've er, i earned this job and didn't get it right that can be frustrating
1: yeah and i well the other thing too is you know there's a little bit of a monetary uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for Difference. influence yeah dif- yeah a difference <laughs> there's you know there, there's a, a monetary factor to it as well trying to uh wanting to stay in the nhl rather than playing in rockford um, yeah, I, I think between those two, you're kind of splitting hairs. I don't think sending either of them down impacts Rockford in a negative way. I think you're still going to be getting a pretty quality young player. Um, and, I, and I think in Chicago, you're, you're obviously dealing with some injuries on the blue line. Um, and, and either player you're going to throw into the lineup, you would imagine, Mm-hmm. so I, I think between the two of them you're kind of splitting hairs I would rather go with a little bit more of the known commodity in Regula since he played in in the NHL last season um you know he 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 did have a, a pretty successful AHL season as well um Roos I mean as, as as decent uh as he has looked so far through the preseason and training camp that's really all he has in North America so I would probably lean towards, okay, well, let's now give him some time in the AHL yeah, and yeah. let him kind of get more, a little bit more used to yeah, the just, the smaller ice, the speed of the game, um, the physicality more physical of it. Yeah, yeah, and I, it get, mo- get used to it there before throwing him into the well, NHL. He's looked
0: decent, but he also hasn't really stood out. Right, I yeah. think there have been moments where Regula has stood out. I think tonight especially. He just played really well mm-hmm. and showed, you know, all the elements you're looking for. Uh, he's physical, he's big, he can shoot, he's got some offensive upside – I don't know. I, I just think it makes all the sense in the world for him to make the team, which means he'll probably start in Rockford. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, it's it's just hard to predict. But yeah, it's it's uh, a Chuckle Muckle actually asked a good question. Are the Hawks gonna take a run at Sonny Milano? We were actually talking about this uh during the intermission and we can't really figure out why he's not getting mm-hmm. a contract from anybody. Yeah, I mean, he's what, twenty six. He
1: had a, a pretty decent season last year. Um I I don't understand why he's not on an NHL deal. I've, I I figure he's he's an effective enough player to play in the NHL. Um, I know we were kind of joking, but maybe he's just a real putt and no one wants him on the team. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that I, would that be someone for the Blackhawks to take a run at? Maybe. I I mean, if you're looking for someone to. What one Sonny Milano is not going to ruin the tank. That's not a, that's not an issue. And if you're looking for someone who's kind of in that middle ground where they're not young, he's been around the league enough to know to be considered a veteran, I would say. Um, and you know, if you if you buy low, you might be able to get a big you know a big return out of it. Um, but it's not a big risk at this point. You can get them for. You know, a really cheap deal yeah,
0: 34 points in 66 games with the ducks last year yeah um i mean why not i just but i think yeah why not but at this point you kind of know who
1: for most nhl teams you know who your nhl roster is so yeah i don't know it's it's interesting that that he is not on a uh not on a team it just feels not not like one of those guys
0: who you could take a flyer on get for a very low salary and if he has another season like last? Yeah, flippable.
2: Get him for sure. League yeah. minimum. one year
0: deal, league minimum. Trade him at the deadline. Get just get him all- for
2: a third round pick later. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: like Jack Johnson. Like basically, what you're doing is paying 950k for a draft pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fine. It's just money, right? Like, right. Yeah. I, I I don't know. And another thing, Troy Murray was saying, sort of when he was talking about Colton Doc, is like, there's a couple roster spots open here for forwards, and no one's really stepped up and taken it. No. there's guys you're just gonna default it to because they're here. But which forward is like taking the reins and, and captured a job? No one. Nobody. I think Kuroshev has been pretty good. I think he has yeah. solidified his spot for sure. But you know, Taylor Radish is fine. Kachuk looked good in the one game and then he got hurt. There's just not a lot of yeah. You know, How would you
2: rather have Buddy Robinson or or Sonny Milano? Sonny Milano.
0: Probably Sonny All Milano. All day. I
2: mean kind of curious what the Ducks did this. Off season where they let Milano go for nothing. They let Sam Steele, who scored tonight, mm-hmm. who's been tearing it up for Minnesota. He's got five points in four preseason games. He's going to make that roster. Kind of strange how like yeah. they didn't yeah. sign either one of those two guys. Especially Steele, he was a draft pick of theirs. You know they they kind of were like, eh.
0: could we have a, a dual Pudwax situation? um
2: You know what? I don't know. I probably may, I don't know.
0: Rumors of Pudwack. We got to start like a Pudwack report you know, <laughs> and just checking with people from out of town like, hey, uh, yeah. off the record, Pudwack? Oh, yeah, Pudwack. Yeah. We've confirmed. I don't know if I'm
2: comfortable <laughs> using the term whack with a guy whose last name is Steel. You know, it's a little, a little weird. Yeah. Pudwack. Yeah, I don't know, but. Milano was Calgary, right? Unsteel. Yeah, uh, that was that's a tough roster to be. Oh yes, yes, that's a tough yeah, of roster course. to yeah. make. That, that's a lot of veteran guys making lots of money mm-hmm. with Stanley Cup aspirations. So
0: well, yeah, like release the Flames releasing him from his PTO is them saying, we don't have a spot for you. We're not going to send you down. Right, right. So why don't you go find a spot somewhere mm-hmm. else?
2: I bet you he lines up somewhere. I'm sure. I, I'm sure everybody in Toronto thinks he'll be a superstar at the Maple Leafs
1: (laughs) once the season starts um I think you know that's when you'll see some some roster flexibility uh open up a few games into the season because everyone you know everyone's got to be cap compliant and all this stuff and LTIR kicks in and all the all the circumventions and stuff but yeah once once we get a few games into the season um you know you, you don't Hope for it, but you know it's gonna happen. There's gonna be an injury to someone, and they'll be like, Oh, well, Sonny Milano's a free agent. Well, let's let's get him, you know. I think that'll end up being the case. But yeah, I mean, again, to the original question, I would have no issues with them being like,
0: All right, sure, we'll we'll give him a shot. Remember, Brent Sopel was on a PTO at the Red Wings before the Hawks signed him, and the rest is history, my friends. It's true. Primary assist
1: on the uh right. game five OT winner we'll for host.
2: And then he cross-checked Martin Erat for no reason five seconds after the goal. I was love my, that, too. That's Why my not? favorite part of that, whole, <laughs> that's my second favorite part of that whole scenario. After, of course, the host of the goal being That's pretty good, part. too. Yeah, but that's yeah.
0: pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, I, I don't know. It's just... I, I'm really curious to see... Because it feels like Saturday is going to be full dress rehearsal. It's so I think Luke tomorrow... been telling us. Yeah, yeah we're going to get Richardson some news said. tomorrow on who's going down... I'm just fascinated by, if, boy, here's how far we've fallen. I'm really fascinated between the Alec Regula and Philip Roos contest. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> it, just, it is currently the most intriguing storyline of preseason, and um, I, I, I don't know. I hope, I hope you're right, Mario, that Regula makes it, because I, I do think he's earned it. I think if you watch these games, he has been, I think Vlasic is clearly, he's penciled in. It felt that way yeah, kind of from the, the beginning. If,
1: if Vlasic is sent to Rockford, I, I would... That'd be a shock. I would be shocked. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very shocked. Um, but Ragula has been the better of the two. Yeah.
2: So I, I, I don't know. I hope he makes he, it. Yeah, I hope he does it. And It'll be interesting to see. Um, the indications is Caleb Jones will probably be ready for opening night. And Murphy
0: um, is in non-contact, but they he seem to be alluding probably, to the fact that he'll be yeah, ready. And so,
2: you know, it'll be interesting if, if Ragula makes the team and... Hey, if he plays like he played tonight and he plays well, what do you do when McCabe comes back? You
0: know, mm-hmm. yep. do you
2: if Lassick has a couple games like he had tonight where he fought it a little bit, maybe that was a product of being taken away from his security blanket and Seth Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens. Interesting. Maybe do you do you s- start? making phone calls hey could you what do you think about Riley Stillman you know is he a guy that gets traded early in the season
0: maybe lots of things signed can cheap for another year after this one
2: yeah I mean and that not signed by Kyle Davidson just saying yeah yeah uh,
0: you know it, he was not Davidson and investment. Jones
2: is the guy he extended um you know mainly out probably mostly just out of necessity more than like I have to have this guy well
1: yeah he I, like, I hey
2: come back for another year well, that was fun let's do that again
1: in the time that Davidson had taken over Caleb Jones had a better yeah show in
2: yeah so i i mean it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out uh i'm rooting for, i'm rooting for uh, Alec Gargula i like him good kid um you know he's got some upside so it's going to be those are the things that that are going to keep us intrigued this year is how the roster shakes out throughout the course of the year do we have Guys from Rockford that get called up. Do When we have an injury, who's the guy that gets called up? Do they take the best guy available or do they take, you know, the guy with the most NHL experience? It's going to be weird things like that because, you know, you know we're, you know we're going to deal with that a lot. Hockey is a very physical sport, newsflash. So, <laughs> uh, what? What? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's yeah. going to be interesting to see how this this shakes out. Hey, nine nine. That's a that's an awful football game going, going on. Going overtime, right yay! It's people amazing. are
0: leaving. It is overtime. It's yeah. about. I don't to know start if this is if breaking any like, rules, but it is
1: nine to nine. This,
0: I'm out of here. The
1: Broncos yeah. faithful are heading to the exits. <laughs> that
0: Russell
2: Wilson thing is nine to nine bad. going
1: to overtime. Uh, <laughs> I don't bro, think yeah. I've ever seen that before. That's horrible. They're exiting like, they, like they've like they lost.
0: You know, the other thing to keep an <laughs> eye, eye on, though, Greg, to your point about Rockford is, what's the approach going to be if guys start performing and, like, like you kind of can't deny anymore that they belong in the NHL? I think the main threat for that is obviously Reichel. Yeah. If Reichel has, you know, 12 points in five games... How do you look at your team and say, like, well, we don't feel like he's well, ready keep yet? Keep him around. Like it's, yeah. uh, at some point, you have to at least pretend to be trying.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that was the reason. And we mentioned it in our audio-only podcast yesterday that was recorded, <laughs> finished in your car. Yes, it um, was. <laughs> I think that was part of the reasoning why Reichel was in Group B all preseason. And on a line with, like, Dylan Secure. And yeah, we don't want you to be guys, too good. Like, hey, uh, yeah, we don't want you to make us look stupid and – you know, we want you to go in Rockford, so we're going to kind of like not give you the tools to succeed right now. So, um, yeah, I mean, if he if he blows up those first few games, it's going to be hard to say, you know. W- but again, who knows? Things can work their way out. Like he could blow up early and then someone goes down with an injury and there's your, you know, easy solution. So. We'll definitely be tracking the Reichel story. Everybody's going to want to know what he's doing down in Rockford, and we'll definitely be keeping you up to date. But uh, yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, it starts for real. Yeah. So then we real can stop stuff. having overreactions, and our gripes can be for real.
0: Yeah, real reactions, real overreactions. We're going to be in
2: Denver. That's right. For that opening night game. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, don't have the details yet, but keep your eyes posted. We're going to have a crossover show with our Avalanche crew from the DNVR bar uh, sometime Tuesday night. Shooting for 7 Denver time, which is what?
0: 8, eight o'clock eight o'clock here. here. Yep.
2: So somewhere around there. We'll let you know. And then Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll have a post-game show live from Denver. That, that's going to be, be great. Be a lot of fun. I'm sure time. that uh, their studios are in the DNVR sports bar. And I'm sure opening night, banner raising night, that's going to be that's gonna uh, be, a it's gonna be a fun time there. And hopefully they take it easy on us.
0: And a preview to what's to come here at CHGO. That's the plan <laughs> is to eventually have a CHGO sports bar, too, Yeah, if, where we'll have our studios there. You can come hang out with us during the games, and then we'll run upstairs and do a show when it's over. Uh, that's the ultimate plan. So yeah, uh, it's going to be awesome when we get that fully, fully realized. Uh, we should also mention the next tailgate, which is November 6th, uh, yeah. Bears, Dolphins. Join us at the corner of Michigan and Roosevelt uh, for an amazing tailgate. I could not believe how well the first one went. It was just unbelievable. I had high expectations and then pulled up and looked at everything and said, okay, my my expectations are blown out of the water here. <laughs> just great. Food truck, booze, beers uh paps waters all that good stuff <laughs> there were donuts later pizza came awesome DJ, live music, music great fantastic games. dj had people dancing a lot of a lot of uh, we had our chi town cornhole bags out there just a wonderful time go to allchgo.com to get your tickets a couple options are available uh, you can just buy a ticket to the tailgate you can buy one that includes parking you don't need a ticket to the bears game to attend but if you want one make sure you check out the game time app uh, and the uh, any of our podcast descriptions use those links to get your tickets to Bears Dolphins, but it's gonna be a great time November sixth. Join us out uh, right near Soldier Field. It's gonna be a good time. And we've got is it time for the play of the week? Play of the week, sure. Let's the Bears do it. play it this
1: week, so it's play of the week time.
2: Yes. Uh, here's the good part. Um, this will probably be our last football bet of the play of the week, and maybe maybe for the Super Bowl we'll do something. But that's a shame. This time next week we'll actually be able to start. Making our plays of the week on actual NHL hockey games. Yes, yes. <laughs> which will be fun. Uh, but we're going to go back to the Bears game, and um, we're not going to be positive this week. Um, we were going to we were we were thinking of the under.
1: We were riding that that Bears train for a while, mm, and it is yeah. now pulled into the station.
2: We were debating the under at forty four, but uh, we decided to go with a fun little prop bet, and that is. For the Vikings to win every quarter at plus eight hundred, that yeah.
1: is the
0: points like bet. The, the, the an exotic bet week. that I yeah. enjoy making. That doesn't mean leading the whole game. That means putting up more points than the Bears in all four quarters. Yes. Plus eight hundred. I
2: think it can happen. So what happens if like it's zero zero after the first? You lose. You That's lose. over. Oh. The, bet, the bet's lost. You
1: lose. Well, they you did know. not win the. They did not win. Uh, well, it might be a push. I don't know if you lose it. I well, think. well I if theory, they yeah, I think the no, they, they would. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: you would lose it. Yeah, that's yeah right, but we anyway, we're still. Because it has to be it. every quarter. Yeah. I think it's a pretty decent bet. Uh, yeah, it like an ass whooping coming. It
2: does. But well, we we were talking about that earlier. Like this is the first game of the year where the bear. Where we think the Bears are going to get their butts kicked. I mean, we we talked ourselves into them being close in the Packer game, and uh, and then the Texans and the Giants were like, yeah, they should probably beat those teams. Now we're like, oh, the Vikings are going to just. Crush them, which means the Bears are gonna win like 28th. I year. hope so. I hate the Vikings. <laughs> I with do a too. Fiery I, passion. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for Bears upset. I just. That's that's what my heart says, but my wallet says bet against them. <laughs> they can
0: run the ball and they can pass the ball, and the Bears can't really do either of those things. So it's a bad combo. It's tough they to can do in barely football. snap the ball. Yeah, and if you thought this Thursday night game was bad, <laughs> wait till Bears Commanders, my friends. But Ooh. good thing is that now Michael's going to quit.
2: You you that Thursday you'll be able to switch off around halftime and watch. Blackhawks nights that might not be much better but we'll be up for a late night post game show
0: yeah uh, from home from home we'll be getting home that day Thursday
2: yeah be an interesting so
0: yeah so schedule update I know you just mentioned Wednesday for the season opener Greg and I are here Saturday remember that game's been changed from 7 to 2 p.m. so we'll be on around 4 30 4 45 ish Monday we are remote uh, planning to go Tuesday live from Denver crossover show Wednesday post game show from Denver Thursday remote post game show from home. So we've got a lot going on. Saturday
2: next week. another remote post game show from home. Yeah. After so the sharks game. So yeah. And those are those are
0: late night. West Thursday,
1: West Coast. well all, all, Wednesday, Thursday and Saturday will be some late night games. Yeah.
2: Yep. So. And since the late night games Thursday and Saturday we're gonna be able to do them remotely.
0: I will be sans pants. I might do it now. <laughs> I'm gonna be in bed. Blackhawks after dark.
2: <laughs> yeah. Let's let's do Saturday nights all from our bed. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Flashlight. Like get like, like a yeah. nightcap <laughs> and like you know, look like Put uh the, sheet over your the night before Christmas. I <laughs> yeah, you know, we got our little candles.
0: It. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. I honestly it is going to be a long year. It is going to be a year full of losses, but uh, we're gonna have fun. We're gonna find ways to make it entertaining. And if you want to get to the point where we watch the game so you don't have to, cool. Just make sure you're here with us after the game, and it's great to see. Like I said before, you know all the people in the, in the chat right now uh, and everyone who's listening to the podcast, we see those numbers too, and we appreciate you, um, but just seeing the familiar faces, no matter what time of day, uh, we've got our loyal fans here, and we greatly appreciate it. Make sure you smash that like button on the YouTubes. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen, Spotify, Apple Pods, wherever. Make sure you're subscribed. All those great things we greatly appreciate. And if you're feeling frisky, a five-star Apple podcast review would mean the world to us. We'd greatly appreciate that. And, of course, become a member at allchgo.com. Greg's history piece is coming out tomorrow. Our prospect report, the rebuild report, uh, came out today and will be out every week. And uh, come regular season, I'm going to start writing a long column uh, every week. So there's going to be tons of content coming your way uh, for a CHGO Blackhawks crew. So... Uh, Before we wrap up, we want to thank Steven for running the show. Great job. Appreciate that. Long day for him. Yeah, man. Really long day. He's working his ass off here, doing a ton of stuff behind the scenes like so many of our producers uh, are doing here. And uh, for Greg and Mario, MJ, we'll talk to you Saturday on the final preseason postgame show of the year. This has been the CHGO Blackhawks Podcast.